like to welcome you out to a, another episode of the Lodestone Training and Consulting Podcast. I'm Jared Ross. And I'm Chris Johnson. And we have a couple hours before we got to go to the airport to take our flight home from SHOT Show. So we thought we'd take advantage of the, the mobile mic and just share some of our thoughts from this past week. Yeah, this isn't our uh, our SHOT Show debrief or anything like that. It is just, we've got some time and yeah. we want to share some thoughts that we've had and it's just uh, take advantage. How do you feel? You know, uh, much better than last year. Yeah. Uh, I think that last year, no, the vibe wasn't there. No, I'm not talking that kind of oh, feel. Oh, like health-wise? Ta- health-wise, yeah. Oh, much better. Yeah. Much better. So for the first, I don't I forget how many times I've come out the SHOT Show. A few. I've been here a few times. A handful of times. Yeah. So uh, this is the first time I'm like, Screw the shot show crud. And oh, I, yeah. I started last week taking my regimen of vitamins, doing it all week, and I'm feeling pretty darn good. I I, uh, I increased my regimen of yeah? vitamins. I okay. started adding the, uh, the extra zinc and the extra vitamin C. I got the airborne gummies. Uh-huh. Because airborne, right? Yeah. You know, no dirty, nasty legs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I started pounding that a little over a week ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's it's one of those things. I, I did not want to get it this year. No. Last year, everyone felt like crap. I'm mean, by the end, like Thursday, people were feeling yeah. like crap. Well, this Thursday, we saw a couple of people feeling oh. like crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot. Uh, yesterday, Friday morning, uh, Jared and I are in the hotel room getting around, go to the show, and we hear the guy in the next hotel room like start vomiting. And he has what, probably maybe 6 30 in the yeah. morning, you know? Yeah, that guy's a rock star. Oh, like 15 minutes, like non must be made of steel, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and oh boy, you heard him on like one side of the room, and then you'd hear him on another side of the room. It's like I feel really bad for that uh, that maid. Yeah, because he went all over the yeah, place. Yeah, he did. Oh, he was loud and proud with that too. Oh. Yeah, that's one of the fun things, like uh, getting up at four in the morning and going to the gym and working out and seeing the guys like stumbling in. You're like, oh, you're gonna be hurt uh-huh. today. You're gonna be hurt today. Well, that's if. If you guys follow me on uh, my personal Instagram, you saw me put out the post. But uh, Thursday morning, we're at the NVD booth. Days just barely starting, <laughs> and I was too slow because some rock star comes walking down the aisle, stopped at the trash can in front of us, proceeded to throw up in it, and then just wiped his puke, you know, off his mouth with his sleeve, and just continued on his way. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got business to do. That's right. You got to stick with it. Yeah, that's one thing that. Um, I guess a lot of people come out here, yeah, to to see the show and maybe to network a little bit, but it's a lot of people. There's just, way too much party. It's just an excuse to come out and party, and yeah. and I. You definitely see the difference between the the professionals, the, the people that are yeah. really trying to do things, and the people that just like any trade show, they're using it as an excuse to to go and, and play and party. And yeah, it's just and more than one person that uh, that we've been around or or we come in contact with or like surprised what you, you guys are green berets and you're, you're not out till four in the morning. Yeah. You're hanging out with the hookers and, and, and pounding the, the alcohol. Yeah, But we're not seventh group <laughs> or third group or, or third group now. That was funny. How many third group guys did we meet? Oh. And we bring that up and they just hung their heads in shame. You know, th- that's one of the, the fun things about the show is like running into old friends. Yeah. Um, you know, guys that we were on teams with or, or in the same company or something like that. But you know, you have the little bona fides. You have the, the, like I was wearing a fifth gear hat, you know, guy comes up and he's got a, um, a Criff tattoo and, you know, it's like, Oh, where were you at? Where were you at? You know, 
and uh, some old timers. Yeah. That, you know, like I, I'm able to throw out the fact that I was on a, a, a three number ODA, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so that, that automatically got, I felt I was cool. And then he was like, yeah, I was at fifth group when we were still at Fort Bragg. I was like, oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll be quiet. <laughs> you, you got me there. Um, but yeah, talking to the third group guys and they're embarrassed. Yeah. Like they're really embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not third or fifth group behavior. Yeah. I mean, onesies and twosies, you, you always have someone that's a screw mm-hmm. but like to have it at that level. And some of you guys in group who are in different groups, yeah, you can have your opinion. You might disagree, but really it's, it's fifth group is where it's at. It's where it's always been at. And then third next to that. Yeah. So I really, yeah, we carry the spears. Yeah. We, we like those guys at third yeah. group and, yeah. and to have this happen, that, that just sucks because yeah. it's a great unit and to have that taint, yeah. it just, it, it's not good. I mean, We've we've had dumb things happen in, at fifth group, but yeah. it's leadership. Yeah, leadership. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out now. Yeah, Colonel Leahy. Yeah, you know, yeah, changing the flash. Yeah, yeah, still, still a little yeah. salty about that one. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, interesting, interesting experience. Every time we come out here, it's it's a little bit different. We definitely get more of the hang of things, and um, I know that. Last night we were our final night here. We went out to dinner with the MVD folks. We're killing some time walking on the strip, and I, my situational awareness uh, it, it dipped for a minute. I was telling a story. I was talking to Jared. And I didn't realize that he was pushing me closer and closer to the oh, oh the, 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 the oncoming strippers with yeah. the whips. Yeah, uh-huh. so I got yeah. I got whipped. You know, <laughs> that was so glorious. Oh, and it was, I, I saw it like oh here we go. And oh just, man, just. Pushed you right into yeah, it. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta keep that situation awareness <laughs> up, you know. Um, so then a- after that, I made sure to switch to the other side of Jared and you know hide. Uh huh. I was the one who got molested last year. So you were, you were, you got your revenge this you year. You got your deal. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, good on those girls though. They're a lot hotter than I was because no it was, kidding. It was like forty eight degrees, but the wind was kicking. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have been in the desert, you know that that desert cold wind. Uh, I was in short sleeves. These girls aren't wearing anything. I mean, it's, it's, uh. yeah, that, that, that was well, after we passed that one group. I was like, man, I'm they're yeah, harder than I am. They are harder than I am <laughs> because that is cold, but yeah, that's Vegas for you. I just, I don't know. I guess the meth keeps them warm. I guess something uh, does. Yeah. So, uh, overall, generally, um, this week, how do you feel? Oh, really good. Yeah. It was a good week. We met a lot of, in so many ways, it was good. Met a lot of good people. Uh, we handed out more t-shirts, more swag, more patches, stickers, you know, just f- from people who knew us and recognized us than, than ever before. And that, that was pretty cool. Um, and then also we met some, made some good connections with some, some pretty good companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the coolest ones I thought was this, this nice, Older, older than us. Yeah, man came down and was talking to the MVD booth, and we were having a good conversation with him. We saw that he was from from DSA, and uh, so we're kind of like DSA, being the the, the foul the guys, guys. Yeah, yeah. That, that that we are. And so nice, good conversation. When you say uh, with the yeah, gentleman, very fun. And then uh, after the conversation was over, he handed us his card, and here he's the president of of, of DSA, which kind of oh, we, <laughs> we did not know that. You know, that, that goes to something that I, I always like to teach my kids and, you know, anyone that I interact with. Always be respectful. 
You 100%. never know who you're talking to. Yeah. I mean, you cannot judge by appearances because some of the most successful people that I know, they don't need to put on airs. Yep. They don't need to, you know, they are just regular people. They treat you kindly. You treat them kindly. You're never going to know. Yeah. And that was a perfect example of it. We treated that guy the same way we would have treated anybody that, you know, the whatever the lowest employee that they brought from DSA, yeah, we still gave him praise, you know, yep. Hey, I'm glad you guys are still making the foul. I think that's awesome. Um, and Harry turns out to be the president, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and that's just, that's good behavior to, to be able to treat people like that. And it's not because, well, I hope this guy's important. That's how you should treat people. Yeah. Anyways. Contrast that with other people that we've run into that we know who uh, think they're a little bit important or mm-hmm. think they might be cool or they might have what they perceive as a little bit of money. And then because they're not that, because they're not, because they're not a good quality human being, they have to flaunt mm-hmm. and try to overcompensate. Oh, look at the latest toy that I have. That means I'm cool. You, you yeah. like me because of my toy, don't you? Or just, and then how many times, I don't think it was th- as bad this year as it was last year. But people showing the MVD booth, hey, I'm special, or or hey, I've got an Instagram, uh, you know, account. Give me free free night vision. That that was definitely a difference. Um, last year, I thought there was there was a lot of people wanting, you know, the gimme gimmies. Yeah. You know, this year it was more serious people. Yeah. I I really think that the the fluff, uh, all the, um, I don't I don't want to say no one's a waste, but the people that are there for themselves. Yeah. You know, not to try and better something or, or grow something. Um, they, uh, they, they weren't here this year. It seemed, you know, there was still, yeah, there was, there was a handful of people. Um, I don't know. Is it with the air force? But like, at, not, not every, but uh, there were a lot of air force people that came. I know that we have Nullis here, so yeah. you know, it's easy for them to buy a ticket or whatever. Uh, that thought because they were in the air force, they, they should have a, a set of MVGs and you know, I'll test them for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, that, that's cool, but you know, I'm a retired Green Beret and I actually am going to go to the woods with these things and, and put them through their paces and I'm paying for the ones that I have. You yeah. Know. Uh, you're not special. Yeah. <laughs> I have a PVS 14. I, I would really like to try out a, a, a set of dual tubes. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You can buy them like everybody else. Yeah, buy them like the rest of us. You know, uh, shooting in your work for who? You, yeah, you, you, you're in the Air Force, so that means you have a steady paycheck once every two weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can afford it. You've got that job security, or a lot of folks out there, uh, especially in this economy, don't. So yeah, put up or shut up. <laughs> but yeah, not bad, not bad people this year. Um, you know, and things that is a great thing about any of these experiences is you do get to see such a diversity of people. Yeah. The people watching is phenomenal. I mean, you get a lot of Europeans, you get a lot of, you know, Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just some really good people watching going on. A lot of Turks this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a brush up on my Turkish. You know? <laughs> All I know how to say is Tavuk Shish. And that, for those of you who don't know, that's a, uh, it's like chicken and rice dish, you know. Hmm. It's like savaki, you know. I know, I know. So that's like Leonidas, when I go down to Mexico. I, I mispronounced it. <laughs> so when I go to Mexico, all I need to say is 
necessito burrito and, and I can get by. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Hey, you just need to know how to order food, man. Right. You know, Konina Mai, can I have a bottle of water? And, you know, Tavuk Shish, you know. Yeah, these are did, the important things. Did you see Kyle Rittenhouse? I did. Yeah? Yes. So he, he had a, a whole entourage. He didn't did he? have an entourage. Uh-huh. And uh, he had... He had a a young woman that was uh, I'm not sure what her 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 status is, but you know, <laughs> I good on the kid, good on the kid, you know. Yeah, I saw Chuck Liddell. Yes, Chuck Liddell is. Uh, I mean, he's had a rough life. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's starting to show. Yeah, well, I saw him, and uh, I'm like, hey, that's my brother-in-law. <laughs> What's he doing here? So I was going to go up to, to yell on him, but no, wait, this guy's a little bit bigger, a little bit chunkier. Wait, his body's been beat up a little bit more my brother-in-law's, uh, though they share the similar uh, haircut yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, there, yeah, it was Chuck Liddell. There yeah. was a Polish guy that uh, was at one of the booths not not too far from us that had the same haircut. Yeah. I kept mistaking. <laughs> you know. Larger guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And notice I am safely saying this on the podcast, well removed from Chuck Liddell, because I wouldn't want one of those famous, he's no. falling backwards. N- and not sw- at all. Yeah, you know, Swinging all. that fist yeah. and knocking me out. Yeah. Uh, well, I always I always did like him. Yeah. It was always fighter. good to watch him, yeah. watch him fight. He was a, he was a entertaining fighter. Yeah. You know. You know, uh, that just reminded me, I saw, it wasn't at Great American, it wasn't here, it wasn't Great American, not too sure what it was. Oh, it must have been the NRA. One of the times we went to to the NRA uh, convention with my oldest son, who was, gosh, must have been like sixteen or seventeen at the time, and we ran into into Chuck Norris. Yeah, and see, we got that picture of mm-hmm. my son who looks like he's a whole foot taller <laughs> than Chuck Norris. Yeah, uh, uh, no, it's there are there are a fair amount of uh, personalities just walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, there is a. You can tell the ones that think very highly of themselves, and you can tell the ones that are actually kind of down to earth and kind of yeah. cool. Um, I, I gotta meet uh, Ian from Forgotten Weapons. Yes, and that, I mean, I don't get starstruck. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. people are people, but I do like his content. I like the stuff that he puts out. I like the, you know, I'm a history guy. So and I'm a weapons guy. So the deep dives that he does on on weapons, I always appreciate. So I think he's a little weird. He's too much into that French stuff, but uh-huh. you know, he, he's still pretty interesting. So I, I was like, hey man, um, just personal request, if you if you ever get a chance, do something on the Spig Nine. And uh, he's like, what's the Spig Nine? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got like really excited. I had to show him my tattoo. I was like, it's a Russian recoilless rifle. He's like, oh okay. So there's a. You guys see uh, uh, Forgotten Weapons on a Spig 9. Uh, that's me. That's you? That's me. Yeah. I requested that. Uh, cool. Yeah. I guess that's just kind of like the common theme yeah, I mean, we're talking about. Just good, normal people ran into. Good, normal people. Yeah. So the day after we ran into, uh, well, revealed that we were talking to the president of DSA, yeah. we went up to their booth and gave them a couple sheets of our Dale from uh, King of the Hill with, with his foul. With his foul. Yeah. All, all roadied out and uh, talked to them for a while. And yeah. good, again, good, really good guys. Yeah. And out of that, we'll probably, you know, nothing's set in stone right now, but I. I know there's a handful of you out there 
they're going to be very excited about the things that we possibly have lined up with these guys. Yeah. You know who you are. If you don't, you should be. Yeah. You know, um, anytime that we get a chance to travel, uh, it's, it's an opportunity to train, you know, um, we have done this before where we had limitations that we, we put on, we came out, actually we came out of Vegas. Yeah. Uh, we put limitations on, okay, how, how do we get back if we had to get back? Uh, this year, one of our challenges that we, we set was because the Venetian has a very, very strict, uh, tool policy, uh, what tools you can have and you can't have. And they're very, uh, I mean, people got kicked out last year and all kinds of, uh, harassment and fuss. So we, um, that was one of our limitations. What kind of tools are we going to bring for self-defense? Uh, we are in, in what I would like to say an urban austere environment, uh, because we're limited to what we can, we can have with us, uh, in certain areas, uh, kind of like an airport, a little bit less restrictive, but still uh, pretty restrictive. So it was one of the thought challenges that we had. Uh, I know that I went with a, a fixed bladed a knife appendix carry, mm -hmm. and that's something that I don't normally carry. I, I don't normally carry a fixed blade in the appendix because I have a, a yeah. firearm. Uh, so I spent the last two weeks really practicing my, my draw, uh, getting out and finding out what orientation to have the knife and the sheath and everything in uh, so that I got my my correct grip coming out of out of my waistline uh, you know I practiced with uh, rubber knives with my uh, my girlfriend and with the uh, the my my bob my rubber dummy uh, practice different things because that's something I don't normally do but in this situation that was the best tool that I could have what were your thoughts coming into this pretty much the same I I chose a few different tools um, that were, were appropriate. One that was visible, um, you know, just the clip was visible mm -hmm. as I kept in my pocket. And again, that was easy access. I can quickly get to it. But then I had a, another one that, that wasn't visible. So I was going off if, if something was going to happen. Someone, if whether on the strip or wherever we're at, you know, that would be their focus potentially is is the one the, with the clip. Yeah. So then as they're going for that, then I'm going for the going, other. Going for the yeah. other. And you went, uh, you went with a Benchmade uh, assisted open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the other one that that wasn't seen was was that fixed blade. Yeah, uh, my um, my pocket knife was a, a small um, one handed open a Crenshaw, just a, a little. I think it's a three and a half inch blade. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that you have to you have to think about. You know, you're in you're in Vegas. That the you got a lot of board security and board law enforcement who are used to just, you know, ma'am, please put that shirt back on, sir. You, you can't, you know, be urinating there. So you don't need to draw any unnecessary attention because they're looking for stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, having a, a big old uh, machete strapped to your thigh, that you're just asking for problems. Did you see that cat when we went into, um, I meant to say something to you that I, and I didn't think about it yeah. again to now yesterday when, um, when we did the stop on, on the way mm -hmm. and um, the one guy who was already in that store, he had, didn't have the knife on him, but he had a full like foot long sheath yes. on, yes. on his belt. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> some weird things, man. Uh-huh. There are some weird things. Uh, um, you know, other things that I know you and I both carried flashlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's part of my EDC anyways, but, you know, I had that thought process of, okay, is this a, a flashlight that I can hold and I can punch with? You know, does it give good light? That's important. But more importantly, is this a striking weapon? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you guys have taken um, the improvised tools class, I had my water bottle, my steel water bottle. And I kept that thing full of 40 ounces of water. It's got a nice little swinging handle on it. Mm-hmm. So that's something that was always in my hand that if uh, a situation presented itself, I have something immediately at hand I can I can address the issue yeah. with. Uh, medical, you and I both, we carried more medical. Or I know that I carried more medical in my bag than I normally do. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bleeder kit. Um, I had a cat and a soft tee. And both of us, independent, independent, flying two different airports, two different airports, two different times. Both uh, they they wanted to take a look at our bag because we had tourniquets in there. And yes. I guess for whatever reason, maybe that's an indicator. If someone's a tourniquet, they're they, not. Yeah, they, yes. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that was that's a concern. You know, you're you're at shot show. It is it is a uh, potential target. Yeah. So I made sure that I had a little bit more medical. You know, I had that the bleeder kit, the the tourniquets. Um, didn't have to use anything, fortunately. Um, well, the trip's not over yet, but yeah, yeah, uh, and that's in my carry-on. So, like, like you said, we got stopped. Yeah, you know, we'll see um, if we get. We'll see if we if, yeah. if we make it home. Um, but you know, that that's something that is important that you think about, like not just the tools of defense, but the tools to have after the incident. And it's not just necessarily for for me. That was one of the, you know, he he's like, how many tourniquets do you need? And I was like. I wanted to be like, well, I got four arm, four limbs, you know. Um, so the guy who's searching my bag, he goes for the tourniquet, finds it. Oh, it's a tourniquet. Oh, okay. And then he's like, starts looking through other stuff, and he pulls out. I had an unopened box of of business cards, and he's like, Oh, are these what I think they are? I'm like, I don't know. What do you think they are? He's like, Are these the casualty cards? I'm like. Yeah, bro, that's, that's what they are. Because <laughs> I'm gonna travel with with you know casualty cards for. Reasons. Reasons, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we didn't waste that op- this opportunity. One, it was training. Two, it was actually, you know, we could need these things. Yeah. So going through that thought process and thinking and where, you know, Jared and I, we work together so much and we travel together so much. Uh, I know I can depend on him, but we still had these conversations ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We still planned it out. So when you guys are going on trips with your friends or your significant other, you should have these conversations. You know, one of the things we did, and honestly, we didn't pre-plan it. It's just who we are. And this is so ingrained. We had one of the um, younger gentlemen, one of the salesmen for NVD. He went with us uh, for dinner one evening. And then when we drove him back to, uh, to his hotel, Chris and I were just, I'm driving. He's navigating. We're communicating, you know, and, and we're... Again, treating like a drill, driving the way that we would, taking the routes that we would and everything. So then later on in the week, now the young man is there. So, hey, see one, do one. So then now, hey, you're navigating. And uh, then he, what did he do? He just put his his phone up and then he set it down next to me. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, that's not how it's done. You got to do it yourself. So again, he saw it, even though he didn't realize he was getting training, training, he was getting 
he's getting taught and then and he was forced to do it and once he finally realized what was going on he, he did an all right job it, it's you know see one do one teach one yeah and it, that's that's how you and i learned uh-huh you know um we didn't wake up one day and just okay we know how to do all this stuff we had to experience it you know like at this point now it's hard to like think back to that um i was reminded a little bit because one of the sf guys i was talking to i was talking about a school that i went to very mm-hmm. very first school i went to as a as a green uh-huh. and uh i thought it was a driving school it wasn't um it was a <laughs> i would say uh a, a writing school a writing school with a lot of situational awareness. We'll put it that way. That, that's a, there you go. A, a polite way of saying it. Um, that course, I was an idiot in that course. Like I look back uh-huh. and later, I mean, many years later, like five, six years later, I went to another more advanced course along the same lines as that one. And uh, my instructor at that course was the same guy that was my instructor in the first course. Oh, okay. And so I remember Joe... Joe sees me walk in the door and he's like, oh, oh, no, no, because I was I was that bad. You know, I, I, I was an 82nd kid who wanted to kick doors down and, and shoot people, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm doing something that's a little different. Uh, and so I come in and he's just shaking his head. He's like, I hope to never see you again. And I was like, first, thank you for having the patience and being a good mentor because he taught me a lot. Those five, six weeks that I had with him, I learned a lot. And I, I applied those lessons for the next like five years of my career. Yeah. It's like, I have changed. I am not that 18 Bravo, you know, wet behind the ears. I actually do this stuff now. And then when I graduated that course, you know, he was like, wow, you, uh, <laughs> you really have improved. I'm not going to say you were the best I've ever seen, but you really like, Seeing where you have come from, yeah, that's incredible, you know. And you know, to that, like, don't be disheartened when you fail at, at something, you know, you build yourself up, learn from those lessons, you know. And, and I'll tell you, it, it is a really positive experience when you see someone that saw you when you were in that low condition and they're looking at you now and they're like, wow. Like you've come so far. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a motiv- motivator. Like, I mean, you just like get pumped and you know, you want to, you want to do more. And so we did uh, a lot of that. And, you know, it's being in any, any of these, uh, I, I call them a resort town, you know, whether it's like Orlando or Anaheim or uh, Las Vegas, um, a place in Missouri, Nashville, mm-hmm. any, any of these destination places where people come in and th- their main purpose is, is vacation. Um, there's a lot that you can do beforehand. So many people like put out so much information, you know, there's pictures on the internet. There's, um, you know, there's reviews of restaurants. You could have your whole, your trip planned out before you even, even get there. And then that's a really good practice. Like when you're talking with your, your senior brother and you're trying to get your, your, those people in your life more into this lifestyle and into planning and things like that, do it like this. Hey, we're, we're going down to Nashville. We're going to Vegas. Plan the trip. Shh, take them through the planning process, you know? Um, and then, you know, you, you show up in that restaurant you wanted to go to. Well, it closed. Last year, the the one buffet that we wanted to do, it, yeah. it closed like uh, the month before or something yeah. like that, you know? Then, then you have, oh, we have to go to, let's go down the pace. 
let's go to our alternate, you know, um, it's a, it's a fun way to incorporate training into your vacation. You know, hmm. what, uh, what was one of the more memorable conversations that you had? Oh man, that's so I was actually going to save this guy for the, um, the shot show podcast, but since you asked, I'll yeah. throw it out here. So this may be a little bit of a repeat. Uh, I met a guy, he was a ranger dog handler. Um, okay. and we started talking, he runs a helicopter business, um, down in uh, Southern Utah. And so, you know, me being from Utah, anytime I saw a guy come by with the Utah, you know, on their badge, I'd, I'd start talking to him. And, uh, he had a pretty awesome story. Um, some pretty, pretty difficult, um, events in his life uh, that he has just overcome. And he's like, Hey, you know, like what I'm supposed to die. Yeah. You know, and I'm just going to keep fighting. I'm just going to keep doing, uh, you know, th this guy has rebuilt himself and he's still, you know, suffering. I mean, th the guy has medical interventions that he has to do. I'm not going to say what they are. Yeah. That's yeah. But he has, he has things that you and I, we take for granted. He actually has to like, yeah, you know, you, you go further than that. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he still managed to start a business, flying helicopters, and he's found a niche market. Um, you know, he wasn't a helicopter pilot in the army. Uh, he's a, a free fall um, instructor now because you know he kept jumping. Um, he he didn't give that up, and he he was a very very motivating individual. I yeah. love talking to people like that. Yeah. you know, seeing where someone. Where, where society would be like, oh, it's okay. You can take a knee now. And when society said, it's okay, you can take a knee, this guy's like, you know, no, I think I'm going to start sprinting again. Yeah. And I just, I love hearing things like that because it just, one of anyone the, can do it. One of the uh, conversations that really got me this week was this uh, older retired gentleman. He was talking to us and he, and out of the, He's talking to you first. Mm -hmm. And then as I walked up, he's talked a couple of minutes and he looked at me and he's like, I know you from somewhere. And with all the things that I've done, being in fifth and in 20th, plus all my church service that I've done and, and being training for 10 years, a lot of people know me. A lot of people see me and I, I don't have the slightest idea. But he's looking at me like, I know you from somewhere. And I'm like thinking to myself, you do look kind of familiar too. And um, I asked a couple questions. He'd been here, been there. And then um, Darren, if you're listening... And then it dawned on me, I'm like, do you know Bobby Cinco? He's like, yeah, I know Bobby Cinco. And, you know, who, 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 who doesn't know Bobby Everyone Cinco? Everyone knows Bobby yeah. Cinco. So um, he's like, yeah. And I said, okay, well, when were you, because uh, he was in seventh group. Um, so I said, when, when were you in seventh group? And he told a time. And I said, were you in Afghanistan, 0203? Did you ever get to uh, De Rawood? Ever get to DR? He's like, wow, I went through, through there once. We had had a really big mission. And, and, and that was it. This guy, when I was a... Uh, young buck in the 82nd in 2002 2003 um young private he came through dr where the, the firebase we're at and saw each other in in passing and that was probably i'd never talked to him but just that was freaking cool that that little connection i i got weepy I'm like it's because of guys like you when i was a stupid little private is when you know why i i went sf it's just such a small it, small world yeah, small I, community i say it all the time it is 
one of the largest small worlds you're ever going to find. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there will be people like, oh, do you know this guy? He was in 3rd Battalion, 5th Group, Charlie Company. Uh-huh. Never heard of him. You know, we were there at the same time, but my team was off cycle to the rest of the company. So, two years, I didn't know anyone. If there were a new guy that came in or out, you know, didn't know him. Um, but then there will be things where, like, I'll run into someone and like, yeah, you know, my my buddy was a, a first group guy and we'll be talking and I'm like, hold on, I went through the Q course with that guy or yeah. I went through ANOC with that guy, you know. We ran into a guy this week who uh, I, I didn't remember him and uh, he recognized me for being in the 18 Bravo course with him. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're, you're a foul guy, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. I'm like, Okay. I don't remember you. He's, he's probably one of the guys who was hung over that I like stuck at the end of the oh, course to oh. give an IV. That guy? Yeah. I'm yeah, sure okay. he was. yeah. I'm sure you you had to hook him up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very positive week. I would say that this week was a lot more positive than last year. Yeah. And, you know, granted, I wasn't uh, in the same mental condition last year as I am in this year, but. I can't, I can't credit to just that. It isn't just me. No. I think overall, um, everyone that we talked to was having that really good experience. And, and when we do a breakdown of SHOT Show, we'll, we'll get much more specific with the companies and the things, the um, dealerships that that we're now a part of mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So we'll, we'll get into some more of the specific details. And you guys, again, I don't know when we're going to play this one, maybe before, maybe after, but I know there are, some of you guys will be pretty excited with some of the things that yeah, they came doing. out of Shot Show. Yeah. I will say that uh we were treated to dinners a couple times and last year someone took us out to dinner and I think it was a like a twenty five dollar steak that they paid ninety dollars or something yeah. like that for. Yeah. And it was just yeah, you could still see like where the, the jockey was was, was <laughs> Smacking the uh, the side. I I think the way you said it last year, you know, um, for a Texas Roadhouse, that was a really good steak. But it wasn't a Texas Roadhouse, you know. But, yeah, we we had some good food this Yeah, we did. You know, we, um, it's it's surprising. I I don't know. One of the nights we went to, um, it was just a, a brewery. Yeah. And that burger. Yeah, that was good. Was phenomenal. I mean... That's, I guess, you know, it's one of those things. It's Vegas. You're, you're going to, you're gambling with everything. You're gambling, driving, <laughs> yeah, you you're gambling your, with your food. <laughs> you know, the, the very first thing, and we'll talk about this a little bit on the podcast or the the SHOT Show podcast. I flew in late uh, Monday night. Jared picks me up at the airport. And he's like, are you hungry? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm hungry, but man, I really just want to go to bed. He's like, there's an all you can eat sushi place. And I was like, it's Vegas. Let's gamble. You know? <laughs> And we won that one. Neither of us got food poisoning. Yeah, I mean, why not start the the week off, you know, <laughs> with, with that that game? Jared nor I actually really gamble. It's one of the funniest things watching us walk through a casino because we're like, we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't understand any of the games, <laughs> and we just look at all these <laughs> sad, sad. People. I mean, just sitting there. Pushing a button, pushing a button, just watching their oh. souls just just be drained. Oh. Uh, you know, it's, every year they all look the same. They have that. Some s- of them haven't left. They've been there for. Yeah, they just have that same expression, and 
last night walking through uh, the Venetian. Uh, we we cut through the casino to to get to the parking lot, and I would say, out of, like looking at all the table games, there was no smiles. Everyone was very like. I sat, you know. Did you hear that one person, they want something. The one lady started like yelling. Did, and said, yeah. yeah. Did you look at the expression of everyone else? Everyone else just got angrier. Yes. Oh, why is that person winning why and I'm that not? that person get something that I didn't? Yeah. It was, I mean, it, the emotions, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was thick, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, judge or anything like that, but I will be honest, like, when you you live a clean lifestyle, you kind of feel better. Like you're like you're like, I could be that person, but I'm not. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, every now and again, I, I really want my Red Bull, but uh, <laughs> which which I did drink way too much of this. Uh, you're back on the sauce. Buddy. I I am not back on the uh-huh. sauce. I, you can quit anytime. <laughs> I I am avoiding caffeine for the next month. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. uh, that was. What about that the red balls I, I I snuck in your bag? You haven't found that one yet, have no. you? What are you gonna do when you find it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Put it in the refrigerator for March. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one of those things we're getting in late every night. And uh both Jared and I are still on PA time. So uh, you know, like three o'clock in the morning rolls around and you're like, okay, it's time to start moving. Like I feel guilty being in bed. Yeah. So hit the gym and, and get a workout in and the the show doesn't start till eight thirty. So sit there on the computer and send off emails from people you met the, the day before and hope we can get some things going. Um, yeah. You know, I want to say that I'm thinking the same thing, seeing all those people who are just slaves to those machines and, and how sad that is. But you know, I, I I've got my own weaknesses. I got my own stuff that I'm just as much as a knucklehead that I need to work on. So, uh, I don't think it costs me as much money as it's costing those people. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. You can't point a finger without having, having some come yeah, back. Four, four pointing back. Four fingers. Hmm. You got six, six fingers on your hand? Yeah. Oh. Better find a Amigo Montoya. Pointing that with that thumb. Oh, you're pointing the thumb. Okay, I see. Right. Thumb, thumb, point, thumb towards the bad guy. He's Support hands. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm a shooter. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh, cool beans. Well, this is more Vegas than uh, I guess it really intended, but what do we say? Let's just turn on the mic and, and, and start and just talking. Go. Just start yeah. talking. And, and, should do a, a goals you know who who probably won't be able to listen to this at this point son number two so uh for for those of you who, who don't know or for those of you who care uh my uh son number two he is soon going to be uh embarking on a uh mission for for our church so the whole point of this is uh, I know where he's going, and we just happened to run into some <laughs> law enforcement to the location where he's going. So uh, we had a good conversation with them, like, hey, man, my boy's going to be walking around. And uh, so, yeah, we got the contact information. So uh, he probably won't be listening to this to be forewarned. They just might, you know, get, harass him a little bit. Get harassed, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. I didn't think about it. So for like the next two years, 
we get to make fun of him. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, he doesn't get to find out about like, he'll get back. He'll, he'll of course listen to the whole catalog and catch yeah. up on all the things he missed. And like, you guys were so mean to me. Like, yeah, well, I mean, we forgot why. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that we are going to be doing more of this year is we're going to be dropping more of these. So we're going to do the, the Monday morning mm-hmm. drop yeah. for, for those, but then, some, but definitely gonna be throwing more stuff out there. I've even um, thought about branching out. So we have the LTAC podcast, but then being launched on that same thing. Um, maybe something specific, occasionally just from you. Maybe something specific just for me, like you know, supplement. Yeah, it's LTAC podcast, but here's the the Fox's Corner. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Fox Box. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh, because it rhymes. Well, that's what we always called in Iraq. We, uh, oh, we okay. always. We always had the uh, the little closet that had the two computers, you know, the warrants and the fox, but it was called the fox box. Gotcha. Because, you know, the warrant wardrobe just, it didn't flow off the tongue <laughs> as well, you know. The 18 Bravos had a hard time with that one. There's, um, we need to do a deep dive. What I, I do want to get into is we need to do more research and I want to talk Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um there was some some interesting stuff that we observed yep. um, at, at, at shot this this year, but that's something that you know I thought it would would have kicked off by now, but they're just waiting for whatever mainland is just waiting for the right time when they want to, and it's it's going to happen. It will happen. So, anyways, yeah, awesome. Uh, whenever this drops, folks, uh, this is Jared and I. Wanted to share some thoughts with you, take advantage of the time that, that we have. I mean, we could have gone to breakfast, but we're like, eh, that's what a protein bar's for. You know, let's let's get content out. <laughs> don't, 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 don't tell don't, people that you're eating my protein bars. Don't, don't include me in with that synthetic crap. Yeah, Jared does not like my fake food that I've I've been eating. <laughs> your, your fake whole food. My my fake whole food. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's better than my, than the, the fake processed food or the sugar sugar food. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's good for me or not, but it tastes good. <laughs> Too bad you didn't get that picture when you thought I was looking at that, oh, that piece of candy. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> Folks, um, if you want to know, and if you are in the know, maybe if you ask me offline in a class or something, I will tell you how at one of the souvenir shops, I turned around to catch Jared staring at something. It turned out it wasn't what I thought he was staring at, but... I was like, the, the picture would have looked good. Oh, the picture would have been amazing. <laughs> and I don't think I could have posted that on social media. <laughs> I I mean, not my social media, uh-huh. at least. Uh, you know, I have standards. But I was I was momentarily shocked by what I thought Jared was staring at. Uh-huh. Like, I know he comes from the 82nd, but... <laughs> well, so do you. <laughs> but he's not a, uh, a Blue Falcon from Charlie Company. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. There, right now... Right now, uh, John just got that. He was like, "Not, not, uh, not John who does our editing." John, uh, my buddy from the eighty second. He was like, "Oh, I know what Jared was looking at." <laughs> Everyone else is googling right now. Yeah. What happened? Two thousand five. Third of the three two five Charlie Company. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. There's enough enough context that uh, everyone now knows. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well. All right, folks, uh, we are looking forward to a really good year and putting out a lot of good content.
as well as uh, seeing you guys in classes and continuing this this growing process and making it, all of us better and more efficient. Absolutely. You guys stay safe. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. Is that a real computer? Yes. Oh, in that case, my name is Rusty Shackleford. Shackleford. Shackleford.